0: It's to talk football. It's time to talk Dons. It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. A very good evening. Welcome to Red Friday and the Dons travel to St Johnston tomorrow looking to make it a record equaling seven wins on the road in a row and looking to bounce back from last weekend's disappointing home draw with St Mirren. Headed
1: up in the air and... Penalty kick given for Sam Cosgrove's challenge. Joe Lewis, who will face Dukin's Nazon. The Frenchman comes forward right footed. And via the inside of the post, he finds the back of the net. It's the same one again, short to Mackay Stephen into the middle.
0: Devlin gets across it. Ferguson! Go. Lewis Ferguson with the equalizer.
1: Tanzy forward. The Lions, good ball for McAllister to run on to, Kyle McAllister, faced by Andy Conserine, cuts inside and scores! Still Greg Stewart, out to Shunny, Shunny into
0: the middle, and shot yes. to yes. Sam Cosgrove with the equaliser, his 17th goal of the season, and the Dons back level. We'll have the latest predictions on The Predictor. I'm Dave McDermott. Joining me, Andrew Shiny and Dave Galloway. And Andrew, um, we'll gloss over last week's game. We know it wasn't the best and we'll come on to the St. John's game. But uh, the big news at press yesterday, the confirmation of uh, Lewis Ferguson, great piece of business, signed until the summer of 2024.
1: Yeah, uh, excellent for both the club and for, for young Lewis. And, and just reward for what has been a very, very impressive start to his Aberdeen career. I must admit, when he was signed, I thought this is going to be one for the future, but uh, he's hit the ground running right from day one and is now a mainstay of the first 11. Yeah, and it uh,
0: must be one of the first names On Derek McInnes' team sheet I mean, the, the reason Stephen Gleeson
2: Has not has hardly played is because of the form of Lewis Yeah, totally Dave uh, Great news, but uh, not exactly a secret Let's uh, now hear from young Fergie and the gaffer
3: The moment I came in here I, I felt comfortable You know, with the, the staff, the boys They were all brand new mate. Obviously I knew Mikey He was my club captain before I came here So that helped me kind of settle in Well with the dressing room and I just looked for there to kick on and, and scroll that goal, Can of help a little bit. We took advantage of the, the opportunity um, to try and extend the contract. Um, and I think it is a reflection on Lewis and how he's dealt with the move, um, coming from Hamilton to Aberdeen and being a key player in my team. Um, and the contract reflects that, how well he's adjusted to that, his performances. And we feel that there's, there's only going to be those improvements going forward. Um, and uh, he's been brilliant to work with in a short period of time and um, we're hoping that that now can continue
0: and he's scored uh, seven is it now this seven this goals season? so far and this season, uh, yep. amongst
1: them there've been uh, quite a few spectacular ones yeah uh, i think last week's one was uh, one of the less spectacular but um, yeah there've been vital goals for aberdeen a semi-final winner against rangers a late winner down at rugby park a late winner against uh, livingston you know he, he pops up at the right times in the right places and as well as his seven goals he's had five assists and he's an integral part as I say of Aberdeen's first team nowadays
0: yeah 19 years old Dave he's got such a good future ahead of him
2: Dave, he's an old head on young shoulders. Such great uh, maturity about everything he he does, everything he says, the way he plays, the way he conducts himself. Derek McInnes, he's in no doubt Fergie will go on
3: to win a number of Scotland caps at senior level. I think it's important he knuckles himself down and playing our team as he's done this season and try and sustain that. I know Alec will be keeping tabs on all good players, young Scottish players, uh, young and old who are doing well, you know. I think that will come to him in time. You know, there's no banging a drum to get him in the Scotland squad at the minute. Um, but I certainly think that's where his he, uh, future will be, um, playing regularly for Scotland. But hopefully, it's on the back of being a very strong Aberdeen player for a, for a period of time.
0: Yeah, we did have it all organised how the news would be broken about Lewis. It didn't (laughs) Uh, quite go to plan, did it, Dave? It certainly
2: did not, Dave, and Lewis says he gave his dad a hard time for letting the cat out of the bag. Uh,
3: Ah I slaughtered him a bit, me and my brothers. When we done up, he wasn't wasn't too happy about it, but we just seen it as a laugh. Um, To be fair, he wasn't happy about it.
0: Can't, can understand a proud dad uh, say uh, great news. He's, he is so
1: proud of his uh, of his son, isn't he? He is, and uh, I mean, when you you speak to Derek uh, about him and you praise him up, he's always, you know, I still got a lot to learn. Uh, I've told him to do this. I've told him to do that. Whatever he has told him is it's all been done right, and uh, he's got a massive future ahead of him. There's no question of that. In fact, you know. I'd love love to be here in ten years' time to say, you know, he's far better than his uncle Derek, his dad Derek, or his uncle Barry ever was.
0: Yeah, although uh, when I was speaking to him on Red TV, he did say that he thinks his dad wants him to learn from maybe some of the career past choices that that Derek made that were turned out not to be the right ones well
1: perhaps uh, you know he's he possibly didn't uh, have the career that he, his talent maybe should have uh, produced but uh, I think it, you know it hindsight's a wonderful thing and any mistakes that Derek made he'll make sure that Lewis doesn't and so far uh, the boy has been a, an absolute credit to his parents yeah
0: Um, so let's turn our attention Dave to tomorrow's game St Johnston away Um, normally not one for the purists but Mm -hmm. uh, it's always a tricky place to go and the games are normally very very
2: tight yeah absolutely Uh, St Johnston you know uh, they're they're tough opposition there's no getting away from that a tough test awaits but uh, the manager's confident the Dons can come out on top
3: Tommy's recruited well they've um, probably got more legs in them this season than any other season Uh, We've still got that good experience and know-how and um, battle-hardened players, Um, so it'll be be a tough game. They normally go and run St Johnston, where they can maybe lose a few games in in the spin and they can win a few games in the spin and, um, you know, they get a good point and a very good performance at Irox last Saturday. So, um, no, we know it'll be difficult, but the intention is to make it difficult for them as well.
0: And we're, we've been pretty good on on our travels recently, not so clever at home in some of the games but away from home it's a, it's a chance for seven wins in the bounds.
1: Yes and we have the best away record in the, the league uh, nobody betters Aberdeen's record of uh, played 12 won 7 drawn two, lost three and looking at St Johnston's home form, only the bottom three have won uh, fewer games at home than St Johnston have and as the manager said that they do have a tendency they'll go on a great run then they'll go on a dismal run and uh, you know until they got that draw at uh, Ibrox last week they'd lost five in the spin I think it was uh, so their confidence is going to be a bit brittle I think uh, but uh, <laughs> as we've said it's always a tough game when you go to McDermott Park and I don't see it being any different tomorrow
0: yeah it's it's always difficult we'll come on to speaking about the te- team news a, a bit later Dave but it, it's uh, a hard place to go but we always take a good support we're expecting a couple of thousand down down there tomorrow which and, and they'll certainly make themselves heard because the home support isn't as huge as a, a team like St Johnson deserves probably I would agree.
2: There should be, you know, for, for for you know, they're a great club, St. John'son, well run. Really good manager, a lot of good players. Yeah, they totally deserve a much uh, bigger support than they get. Uh, just a bit of background going into this one for Aberdeen. The away record is is fantastic, but uh, you know we go into this one without a win in our last two league games. Lewis Ferguson, though, he says there's no cause for alarm.
3: We didn't really kinda see it as a title race, didn't get too carried away, so... Nothing's really changed, we're just taking every game as it comes and on a Saturday try and get three points. Yeah, it was tough. Um on Saturday some men and caught with a game plan and fair play game, they kinda they took it out really well, so it was difficult but I think we are partly blaming that kind of performance. It wasn't just some being good, I think we were we were poor.
0: Let's hear from St Johnson boss Tommy Wright There hasn't been many chances um, in the games that we, we, we play
1: against each summer um, the two teams know each other extremely well um, You know, um, they're a strong side they're competitive they've got quality particularly in the, in the wide areas in their front um, their front players um, they've got a physicality about them that we've got to deal with as well um, but um, you know we've really just got to look after our own performance and um, if we play well we can you know we can get all three points
0: Stretched a bit at the back tomorrow um, Shea Logan unlikely to play Tommy though, you just feel for the lad he's such a, a really Top lad, great player as well. Great on the ball, um, and uh, for him to pick up yet another long-term in- injury—it's uh, you know—it was really distressing to see him on the pitch in, in such
1: agony last week. Yeah, it was—it was horrible, and you know, it's. It's strange. He's, he's had a bad knee injury and it's the other knee that's been affected. He had that shoulder injury, which has resulted in him, you know, being here all season and only making eight starts in one substitute appearance. And as you say, he's a good player and he was just getting better and better. Uh, Graham Shinney said to me last week after the game, you know, you could see in his eyes he was absolutely buzzing to be involved and, and being able to string a few games together. And then that goes and happens to him. And really, your your heart goes out to him, and you just wish him uh, every bit of good luck coming. Uh, as the manager, I think, said, you know, if there's any football justice, uh, Tommy Hoban will come back stronger and go on to have a good career.
0: Yeah, let's hope that is the case, because it was such an innocuous uh, moment as well when
2: poor Tommy went down. Yeah there was nobody really close to him he just appeared to catch his studs in the turf I I will not forget hearing his screams of pain it was absolutely you know dreadful to 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 listen to the manager says you know, it's a terrible blow for Tommy who always led by example.
3: If ever a boy has deserved a, a decent crack of the work, it's him. He does everything right, everything to the letter. You know, and it's a reminder to all the players that you know you, you you can, your career can go so quickly and injuries can play a huge part in it. He does everything right. He's in the gym an hour before training, doing everything right, set himself up. He's come back from serious injuries before. This is the first one on this knee which just seems so ridiculously unlucky for him um, to to have to now deal with this one and if there's any sort of fairness and decency um, he'll get a fair crack at it once he comes back from this injury.
0: We'll continue our build up to St Johnston against Aberdeen after these It's time to talk football It's time to talk Don's It's North Sound 1's Red Friday. You're listening to North Sound 1's Red Friday and Aberdeen are at St Johnston tomorrow afternoon looking to maintain their excellent record on their travels. And Dave, who's your one to watch for the visitors tomorrow?
2: Uh, My one to watch, uh, the man of the moment, Lewis Ferguson, of course, he finally puts uh, pen to paper on a contract extension uh, as we all knew for days he was going to do. He can celebrate his new deal with a match-winning display in Perth tomorrow. Andrew? Uh, I'll go for... other man of the moment, uh, big Sam Cosgrove, just keeps
1: on scoring goals. Seventeen now for the season. Uh, he hasn't scored against St. Johnson, so what better day to change that record than tomorrow? Yeah, mm. and,
0: and uh, Andrew, we know now know we're we're playing Rangers in the, the quarter final of the cup. A weekend Sunday always interesting.
1: Yeah, um, what is going to be most interesting is to see who the SFA, in their wisdom, appoint to be the man in the middle for that game. Because rest assured, whoever it is, he's going to be under major scrutiny uh, for this game. But uh, yeah, I, th- I think everybody r- really thought that it would be Rangers that would be coming to Pataudry a week and Sunday. Uh, they did a demolition job on Kilmarnock. Um, After
0: be- two dodgy decisions. Well, yeah, there were mm. a couple of d-
1: debatable decisions. Debatable? From- from Alan Muir. I haven't actually seen... I've seen still pictures of um, the Daniel Bachman incident uh, and, you can, yes, you can see that it was a deliberate elbow. There didn't appear to be too much uh, contact it's made. It's what
0: every keeper does when he's waiting for exactly. a corner kick. to come
1: in. But the the penalty incident did look as though, had that been at the other end of the park, Alan Muir would have shown no hesitation in pointing to the spot. But they did their job against Kilmarnock and uh, I, I think they'll... They'll be very, very difficult for Aberdeen to beat. Put it that way, but uh, we thought that in the League Cup semi-final as well.
0: Yeah, and, and just to give a mention that Rangers did beat Aberdeen. They did beat w- us in a, in a semi-final yeah, today. Um,
1: the SFA Youth Cup semi-final up at uh, Balmoral Stadium in Cove. Conor Barden gave Aberdeen an, an early lead, but Rangers fought back. They were two-one up at half-time. They got a third goal, uh, which turned out to be the killer goal in the second half and ran out deserved winners. Let's be fair to them. Uh, they've, they had a couple of very good players in uh, Dapo Mabudi and Josh McPake up front and uh, they were just too strong on the day for Aberdeen.
0: Yeah, and of course uh, the Cup, William Hill Scottish Cup quarterfinal, that's a week on Sunday it be good to Can't go wait. into these after uh,
2: two league victories ideally that would be the perfect way to set yourselves up wouldn't it Dave but Dennis McInnes says that Cup
3: showdown with the Jers it's on the back burner for now we will look forward to that game when it comes round a couple of league games prior to that, that we want to go into the Cup game in good form I think we've just got to knuckle down get, get that level of performance hopefully get into the game on the back of picking up six points and then you know, it'll be a very exciting time when it comes round. You know, I think the game here a couple of weeks ago had about everything in it. A bit too much drama for of my liking, but you know, in terms of the performance, it was good. And if we can uh, get something close to that, hopefully we can be good enough to to get through into the semi-final. But that'll be that'll take care itself when it comes round.
0: And the other subject to rear its ugly head again: sectarianism. And uh, Steve mm. Clark very passionate after after the game on on Wednesday evening.
1: Yes, he was, and I, I, I think. Very similar to the plastic pitch debate last week, something has to be done. You can't just have a manager come out and, and say what Steve Clark said and everybody say, yeah, it's terrible. Something has got to be done. We've been at Ibrox and we've heard the, the disgraceful behaviour from some of the, the citizens that sit in the, the main stand there. Mm. And... You know, Celtic are are not immune from this either. Um, The Chris Boyd coin incident, uh, some of the stuff that was... uh, the abuse that was being levelled at him. Uh, It's time for the authorities to take a strong stance. And uh, I think... You know, you don't want to see the police getting involved in this. Football should be big enough to look after itself. But you do sometimes wonder. The authorities seem to be uh, pussyfooting around the, the subject instead of taking strong action.
2: We have been here before, so Dave, haven't we? Oh, it's it's like it's like déjà vu, Dave. And yeah, um, fans policing themselves is a is a valid suggestion. However, Derek McKinnis says that's easier said than done.
3: I think that can be difficult in the circumstances, you know, and um, especially when it's um, the numbers are, are, are vast. Um, but I do think that um, everybody can do a bit more No clubs, supporters um, having that, no society really is, you're just taking what's happening in society into a football ground a lot of the time so uh, everybody's got a responsibility to act in the, in the correct manner and unless there's no real penalties against individuals or against clubs then it's very difficult for at times for supporters when they're in the minority to, to challenge that
0: and before we go into the predictor, let's get the kid in the get rooms views on tomorrow's game. It's a away game against Johnston on Saturday. I'm really not sure about this match, but I'm still saying Aberdeen will win. I think the score is going to be 3 to Aberdeen. Derek yes. Kinnis, this is for you. Start now again.
2: OK, that's you told Gaffer <laughs>
0: Nile's fivers winging its way to the kids there <laughs> Niall's got a great record against St John's yes. He scored 10
1: goals against them So it's a good shout from the kid Right, Andrew, the latest league position Well, it's a stellar week in terms of scoring last week Dave G, you scored 1 Dave, hey! Dave Mark, you scored 2 mm-hmm. I scored 2 <laughs> And the Red Army through Hadley Lovely They scored 4 So it's now Red Army 100 Dave Galloway 103 Dave McDermott 112 and I'm still out in the lead on 117
0: OK uh, this week the Red Army are represented by Keith Smith so we'll hear Keith's predictions shortly but first of all let's get our own we'll start off with you
2: Dave uh, with the one tonight Dundee against Hibbs well Dundee moved out of the bottom two on goal difference last weekend with their win at Livy this is the chance to pile the pressure on Hamilton and St Mirren 2-1 Dundee Andrew I think it'll be a share of
1: the spoils Hibbs uh, under Paul Heckingbottom got away to a winning start last week. Dundee, uh, Scott Wright producing some magic for them. Mm. I can't separate the sides, so I'm going to sit in the fence. What's, this, what's your score? 1 1. Okay, and I'm one. 2 2. Uh, Andrew, Hearts against St. Mirren. Uh Got the fancy Hearts at home. Uh, St. Mirren battled hard last week, but uh, I think home advantage will see Hearts win 2 0.
2: Dave? I would agree. Hearts to press home their home advantage tomorrow uh, 3 1. I've gone 2-0, uh, along with Andrew Livingston-Kilmarnock, Dave. Killy hammered Ibrox in midweek, uh, but I think they will show the character required to bounce back. 2-1, Killy. Andrew. I'd agree with that. 2-1, Kilmarnock. And I've gone
0: 2-1, Kilmarnock as well. That's a really exciting one, that one. <laughs> um, on Sunday, Andrew, Hamilton against
1: Rangers is the lunchtime kick-off. Well, you'd find it difficult to find anybody that really believes in their heart of hearts that Hamilton will beat Rangers and despite Morelos being suspended, I think they're going to have too much firepower. It's an opportunity for Jermaine Defoe to play and I think Hamilton will go down 4-1. Dave?
2: Akies will be keen to keep breathing down Dundee's necks and the Basement Battle Rangers, I think, should just be far too good. 3-0 Rangers. I've gone 3-1 Rangers. And in Sunday afternoon, Celtic
0: at home to Motherwell after their European exit. To Dave
2: I've gone for 3-3. Motherwell 1 the hoops will be hurting after that uh, Euro exit not that they played badly at all against Valencia in midweek it was a, a decent performance Motherwell on a good run 5 wins in a row but I expect that to come to an end Andrew? Yeah, I'd agree. I
1: think Celtic will be too strong and 2-0 is going to be the margin of victory there, I think.
0: I've gone 3-0. And finally, tomorrow afternoon, St Johnston, Aberdeen,
1: Andrew? Well, we've said before, uh, it's always a very tight encounter, this one. And uh, Tommy Wright has highlighted the fact that Aberdeen have got danger men in the wide areas. And if they don't score, Big Sam Cosgrove will. Aberdeen will win 2-1. Dave?
2: Dave? As we touched on earlier in the show, Dave, no problem at all with the Dons away record. A close-run thing for me, but Aberdeen to edge it and return to winning form in the Premiership with a two-one victory. Okay,
0: I've gone for one 0 Aberdeen. Let's get the Red Army's predictions from Keith Smith. So, Keith, Friday Dundee are playing Hibbs. Who have you got? One-one And then on Saturday Hearts against St Mirren. Hearts to St Mirren nil. Livingston against Kilmarnock. Livingston nil, Kilmarnock one. Aberdeen travel take on St. Johnston at McDermott Park. St. Johnston, nil. Aberdeen, two. Sunday, Hamilton against Rangers. Hamilton, Academicals, nil. Glasgow, Rangers, two. Best impression of the guy on Sky Sports after he reads out the scores. Celtic against Motherwell, finally. Celtic, three. Motherwell, nil. (laughs) Thank you, Keith. In League Two tomorrow, Peter Hedder at Stirling Albion. here's Blue Toon boss Jim McInally.
2: We knew at the start of the season, or quarter way through the season that they'd had a poor start. They lost their manager, they changed the manager, and I think since the new managers come in, they've lost two games in 14. So they're they're another team that's that's in a good run. They're trying to get to the to the playoff places. They know that you know to do that, they'll need to be us. Tomorrow, I'll take something off. us tomorrow, so it's going to be difficult. And uh, but we go down there. We've we've got a decent record down there recently, and uh, hopefully we can keep that going. Some golf news, Dave. Yeah, a new charity golf event, Dave, tees off at Glen Eagles on July the 15th. It's the Paul Laurie Invitational. 50% of money raised at the Pro Salam tournament will go to Paul's Golfing Foundation uh, with the remainder of funds split between the Doddy Weir Foundation and the Beats and Cancer charity. Paul's been speaking to Red Friday's Callum Clark. Each team is going to be one tour pro golfer, a celebrity and two amateurs. I'm just lining up all the celebs and the tour pros and the teams at the moment, so uh, looking forward to it. And the idea is to give away as much money as we can to our three official charities. Do you have any big names in the pipeline? So far I've had replies from uh, Gordon Strachan's going to play, Willie Miller, uh, Neil Lennon, uh, the Evans brothers, rugby players, uh, Rory Lawson, another rugby player, uh, Len Goodman, Seven, the judge on Strictly. So, so far the sponsor's been brilliant Everyone's keen to kind of help us Raise as much money as we possibly can And I'll chat to all the, the golfers When I go back to play next week In Oman and in Qatar And try and fix up as many top players as we can What
0: a wonderful length
2: like, yeah. that was
0: <laughs> There, that's your lot for Red Friday We'll be back next week Remember St Johnson against Aberdeen Tomorrow afternoon, 3 o'clock kickoff. Have a great weekend It's North Sound 1's Red Friday